Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the Modeler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the all-conquering Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. The weather's getting colder and the Centrelink queue in the west of Sydney is getting longer too. We've got Two coaches, one in each code, lining up there for a payout. Now they're no longer employed. So um, things are changing a little bit across both codes. Daily double out in the West. And a big welcome to the program, to the modeler. It's good to be here again. Uh, We obviously just had magic round in the league. And unbeknownst to me, the NRL model must have snuck up to Brisbane and tied one on in Caxton Street because it's uh, gone from magic round right in the silly season and Picked a few, uh, picked a few dudes this week, but uh, looking forward to talking to you later on. Okay, excellent. So that's uh, that's a bit of an insight to what's what's to come. But before we talk about what's to come, let's go back and talk about your weekend. And uh, Pope, we're going to start with you because it was a clean sweep. Uh, you made it all the way through your your entire set and absolutely dominated, mate. So uh, talk us through it. Yeah, started off really strongly. Mug was what was really in doubt on Friday night up at Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane, who I liked, won quite comfortably there, being uh, mainly 38-0, and we'll touch on Brisbane, but they are playing the best football they've played in a number of years at the moment, which is quite exciting for that city as a whole. Um, go to Saturday night, we had the marquee clash between Penrith and Storm, and touching on last week, the, the numbers didn't quite add up, but a bit of trepidation that Melbourne generally front up, but um, we got a little bit of an assist there with Jerome Hughes also being a withdrawal on Saturday. So that tied in our benefits. And again, we'll, we'll go through it later, but Storm probably had one of their worst performances in a number of years in that game. And then in a bit of a shootout, we like the Roosters, the underdogs against Para on Saturday afternoon. They got up. And then the Cowboys, which I was very strong on after a, a bit of a shaky start. They were down eight points early. They then ran away in the second half to cover quite comfortably and then just to put the hundreds and thousands on top of the ice cream mug we had the overs on Sunday as well which got up so nice little way to um, end the weekend seeing the the money hit the um, betting accounts. Bit of ice cream on top, oh, absolutely Pope, that was beautiful and um, and you know this so called biblical rain, how it would be, oh the unders would be just all over the place I think six out of the eight covered Pope Six out of the eight did cover it. Um, it's a little bit, we've touched on it before, but when the whole angle, the whole narrative goes one way, it's something, it's regularly the smarter plan being to go the other uh, mug. So you, you touched on it quite eloquently last week around Queensland rain. It's, it's a bit more volatile. So um, you got to take that into account when looking at these things. But it, yeah, panned out for us last week. Well done, mate. And um, you actually also spoke about alternates in the Cowboys game too. So that was uh, that was another one that ticked over as well, mate. So that was another little bonus section there uh, for the astute listener uh, who uh, who picked up on that one too. Um, Modler, um, Pope got you on the uh, on the first two. I think we, you you boys were opposed on that on that first two, but you got the last three, mate. Uh, so just quickly talk us through those ones. Uh, yeah, so Manly uh, obviously didn't turn up that night against Brisbane. Um, 
never never look close. Uh, yeah, Storm, uh, obviously, as Pope mentioned, Matthews out, no good there. Um, but then, yeah, came home strong. We had uh, the Roosters at odds, 220, I think, at the time. Uh, and Cowboys, uh, I think eight and a half was mentioned in the email, the line, and I think I mentioned margins as well on the potty. And uh, I and also the last one there, yeah, the Titans as well. I think they actually drifted out to be uh, a bit over evens come game time. So that was another good get there. Yeah, awesome job, mate. Really well done. And maybe uh, does the model, uh, the model probably doesn't quite pick up the fact that Turbo is running on one leg. Uh, would that be uh, an issue with, with the model? It is, it is a bit at the moment, yeah, and it's, it's, um, he's coming back to earth a bit, but uh, he's still right at the top of the, uh, the, you know, best players as far as the model's concerned. So yep. until he really falls off the cliff, it's, he's, he's still going to be still backing. Yeah, yeah, okay. And for myself, boys, um, not the best one for me. I, and apologies to the listeners if I, if I gave you a bum steer on Saturday morning uh, with um, pulling out of the overs bet in the Hawks-Tigers game. Hopefully still quite a few punters uh, got onto that over. I jumped back in late uh, at 165 over, and I was probably a bit late communicating that on Twitter. So apologies if I threw anyone off there. But um, so I can, a little bit of a claim on that one. Actually went super over in the end too, went over 200. So I don't know if anyone got involved in that one. And uh, the only other one that I could probably half claim is the is the halftime line in the Hawthorne game. We spoke about um, that, that they were maybe struggling. That might be a bit better option. And the line, depending on where you got it, um, it actually jumped as big as 23 and a half. The game finished at 20, uh, 23. So if you got that 23 and a half, obviously you copped. But, um, but I did say that I was happy with the 16 and a half. And even on the email, I said I was happy uh, with the 19 and a half. So... Um, you know, that's probably only half a, uh, you know, can't probably claim that one. So at best, Pope, I was uh, I was two and a half, missed on Adelaide, missed on GWS, beat the market by 10 points there, but missed on that one and um, and missed by a thousand miles uh, with the Essendon bet. So I uh, have to just wear that one. So not the best weekend for me on the AFL, but uh, looking to bounce back uh, this week for sure. Pope. Can we talk some bad beats? We can, Mug. Everyone loves a minus, especially when it's South Sydney Rabbitohs, the high-scoring team from a number of years now. So they left 32-6 on Saturday afternoon, and you could have quite comfortably gone in the shops, gone, got your partner a bunch of flowers, come home thinking you're pretty safe there at 32-6 at a minus 7.5 line, and Warriors look listless. Uh, for most of the game, Mug, but somehow scored four tries in the last 17 minutes to lose by two and cover that seven and a half line, including a, a try really late with uh, cutting the margin from eight to two. So if you're on the minus there on the Rabbitohs on, on Saturday, then you feel very hard done by um, and licking your wounds leading into Saturday night. Yeah, it's, uh, that was an uh, interesting one. And uh, over in the AFL, there's probably one uh, well, you could – Maybe some people thought the Hawks uh, line um, or the Tigers line was a bad beat, depending which which side of the fence you sat on. Um, but probably the one that I saw was the Adelaide-Brisbane game. Adelaide were up about 15 points halfway, well, late in the second quarter. Um, they gave away some real cheap goals there just before half time. The line actually jumped Pope at 31 and a half. Harry Himmelberg has a shot at goal with 45 seconds to go, basically on the top from 
probably no much more than eight, nine metres out on a 45-degree angle on his preferred kicking side and misses. And that game uh, misses by about five points. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they win that by 36 points. If he kicks that goal, uh, that line covers. So, gee, a bit tough there for the Adelaide uh, linebackers there, I would have thought. Um, so, there you go, Pope. There's some bad beats. All right, fellas, let's, uh, let's get in and talk some footy. Are we ready to talk some AFL? Uh, still, Mug, intriguing one to start the round two, Friday night. Carlton v Sydney Swans. Swans might have come back in a little bit of form last week, but I'll let the expert tell me a little bit more about this one. Well, I think the Swans have been very inconsistent uh, this year, and... Um, I think the Blues are going okay. Um, Swans haven't been a great contested team this year, and we know that that's probably Carlton's uh, one wood. The other thing I do like about Carlton is they're just starting to develop a little bit of a mosquito fleet down around the feet of uh, Big Charlie, who I absolutely love. And um, and if you have a look at the Sydney backs, they've, they've got a few older bodies down there with Rampy and Lloyd. Uh, and uh, and then they've got the bigger boy, the bigger McCartan boys down there. I'm just wondering if they might be able to cause a few headaches down there with a bit of speed. I think Carlton probably do win the, the midfield battle. I think they'll be too strong and tough uh, for Sydney in there, and, uh, and then when they get it forward, I think they're going to challenge the Sydney backs. Um, I've got Carlton here a six-point favourite. The, the market, Pope, I think we're around uh, the pick um, price, at that sort of money, Carlton at home, Marvel, be going to be a big Carlton crowd there on Friday night. You watch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's 40,000 uh, screaming, uh, passionate Blues fans. And, um, I think the Blues get it done. Well, I get very strong view early from other. I, I love it when we start with a big outswinger early just to get things rolling. Mother, it's rare that when a match is around Pickham that you're on market with your model. What are you seeing in this one? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to continue here. So, uh, unfortunately for the consensus lovers out there, we're, we're not lining up so far. Um, <laughs> we're barely lined up all year, mother. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Um, yeah, it's 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 lunch for Sydney here. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, the model's not really like cutting all year, and and you know they've obviously got a good record. I see a bit of chat around Twitter and those kind of things about they haven't sort of beaten quality opposition yet. I think I saw something where there hadn't been anyone in the top seven so far. So um, whether they're sort of fair weather, uh, you know, results so far remains to be seen, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's going for Sydney here at the moment anyway at about a dollar sixty. So yeah, play for me there at the dollar eighty on toppy. Well, it's like, like forcing kids to pick a parent, isn't it? Which one are you going to go with? I'm just frantically um, uh, trying to check. Uh, Forsty's used the old, uh, they haven't beaten anyone in the top eight line. I'm just checking to see if Sydney's uh, beaten anyone in the top eight, and I'm pretty sure they haven't either. Oh, there you so, go. Uh, so, so I'm not, I don't know where that argument – oh, no, they beat Geelong. Okay, they beat Geelong in that game where uh, I think expected score had Geelong winning by 40 points or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they managed to get that one. Um, good good segue, Mark. We go down to GMHBA on Saturday afternoon. You're betting kryptonite, Geelong at home. Yeah. Talk us through it against Port Adelaide. Yeah, I actually, what do we got there, Pope? Line of 19. Uh, I've added a couple of extra points uh, on there onto the Geelong home ground, as I do. 
and I sit just above the market with my line. I'm at 20, um, not enough to have a bet. I'm pretty much right on it. Um, you know, that's that sort of line against a, an emerging port team. I wouldn't say Geelong have been in great form. Um, if I had to be one way or the other, probably the Geelong line just because of the dominance down there, but not a betting game for me. Yep. Lovely. Mother, what are you seeing down at the Cattery on Saturday afternoon? Yeah, I've got a slight lean to port at the price. I've plugged um, uh, who's coming in, Jonas and, and uh, Jim, I think it is. So that's uh, probably taken it away from the market where it was to, to have a slight lean to port at about 260 there. So at the link 320 on top of you, that's a, that's a play for me at the moment. Nice. Strong, strong views earlier from you, Mother. The sort of things to come, I think. Uh, same time at Ballarat, Mug, we have Western Bulldogs v Gold Coast Suns. I've heard the best fortnight in Gold Coast Suns history this week. One, do you concur? And two, what are you seeing in this game? Uh, sorry, Pope, was it the best? Is it the best fortnight that they've had? I've heard the, the back-to-back wins of against Sydney and Fremantle might be their best fortnight yeah, in the club's okay. history. Might be hyperbole. When Gaz was running around when they were due to make the uh, the eight there uh, a couple of years ago before he did his shoulder, they might have had a better fortnight um, than than what they've had recently. But a couple of good wins for them nonetheless. And um, look, the conditions really suited them on the weekend. And Frio, I, I actually thought Frio didn't adjust to the conditions at all. They kept wanting to play the handball and switch sideways sort of style play. And um, Gold Coast, they just wanted it more. They were harder at the pill and, and they, they won the day. So it's probably suited them a little bit. Um, this game here, I don't really have a betting lean uh, in the actual uh, game. One thing I would say is I think the total there is about 152. The general tendency, I think, is probably just to pot, you know, think you think Ballarat, you think scoring at one end, you think getting to the minus. The stats probably don't support that. It's pretty much, you know, at that 152 mark, I think we're at Pope around that 150 mark. It's pretty much an even ledger over the nine games that we've had there over the course of time. So I'd be a little bit and and, and it's gonna be pretty fine weather down there on on Saturday as well. So I wouldn't be blindly just plowing into into the uh, under. But like we said, Pope, the, the angle down at Ballarat is the live lines um, to the scoring end. And I got on Google Earth during the week and just checked up the exact positioning of the ground. We've got a 13 knot uh, or a 13k uh, wind blowing from the northeast. I checked the uh, the orientation of the ground. Northeast is goal to goal. So you've got it going directly from one end to the other. And the way that stand is shaped, it makes it almost impossible to kick goals at that end. So um, I think that's the angle. If you're if you're sick enough to be home on a Saturday afternoon watching uh, Gold Coast versus Western Bulldogs in Ballarat in front of the TV, you got clear air, no one around, and you got a phone in your hand. That might be the angle. I hope I hope the corporate corporate agencies are well well stocked with customer service staff <laughs> Saturday afternoon after yeah. after this. <laughs> Um, well, they're, they're pretty good, Toppy. <laughs> get on, get on the line, and uh, and they'll sort you out. Uh, like it, mother. What are you seeing in this one? Yeah, no real play for me here either. I've got the doggies right on the market at a dollar forty-five. Um, so yeah, no huge lean. Um, I think there's a 
couple of uh, possible ins and outs for, for the doggy. So it might be a bit of a watch on that one to see what happens later in the week. But yeah, no play for me either. But I might have to get my my phone back, my phone betting uh, account details handy just to just to sick and ride up on Saturday, Alvo. Well, we probably see clear of the next one. So so make the most of one forty five game. I don't think there's going to be much interest at a sixty seven and a half line in North v Melbourne. So we'll skip straight through that and maybe we'll go to the South Australian Capital on Saturday night for Crows v Saints. Vikings no again, Yeah, no interest for me there, mate. I'm, I'm right on, on market there. Um, but I do think that uh, the modeler's got some action. Yeah, I do. I, I had this real short and then um, uh, obviously plugged the ins and outs or the outs of Steel and Higgins. But it's still like in the Saints here. I've got them about a dollar twenty-five, so I think at the dollar forty-ish, dollar thirty-eight, maybe at Toppy. Excuse me, that's a play at the moment for me, and and probably yeah, probably you know a bit on the head-to-head, and probably a little bit more on the line given that price. We'll stick with you here, Modler, for Dreamtime at the G, Richmond v Essendon. Anything here, mate, for you to pique your interest? Oh, I've got the slightest of leans to the. Bombers at this stage at the price. I've got them about 330. I think Richmond lose Bolter, is it? Um, uh, this stage. So that's probably not swung away from the market for me. So probably a you know a slight play at the at the head-to-head or the line or, or combinations of if you know whatever tickles your fancy. Can you line up with that mug? I, I actually do uh, favor Essendon at the price or at the line. Um, but I, I just can't. I just can't poke. I just can't bet on Essendon again. <laughs> I've, I've missed them all year, and uh, I know what will happen now. They, they'll, um, you know, they'll cover. But, um, but I think, uh, you know, I was having a chat on Twitter with um, uh, Joel's picks uh, with Joel, and um, and he highlighted something to me this morning, and I, I, I do agree with him, and um, and that's the Richmond over. Uh, Richmond have been over 100 points their last three games. Essendon have conceded over 100 points three out of their last four. Um, The Tigers have committed now to a open, fast uh, style. I don't think the Tigers' defence is is great. It's not really holding up uh, too well. We saw that on the weekend with Hawthorne putting a score on them back the other way. Um, And Bombers could, could definitely get a score back the other way on the Tigers. So... I mean, if you want, you could just back the the overs in total, but at the same time, Essendon could completely poo themselves, and I've, I've probably got a bit more uh, faith in the Tigers putting on a score with their style of play than I do the total overs. The, as we know, Pope totals takes two to tango. If you do like the idea of the normal total, I'd probably actually be more confident in in backing um, big two meter Peter to kick three goals. I, I'd probably prefer that angle if you think Essendon are going to score. Um, I, I think that's probably the play um, to, to go there if you think the Bombers are going to score. But, but yeah, that's a bet, Pope. Um, over 101.5 at Toppy um, is the $1.90 price and um, happy to have a bet there. Yeah, love it, Mug. We'll stick with you here, mate, when we go to the West of Sydney for the Mark McVay-led GWS against the West Coast Eagles. First time an Eagles line has been below 40 for a while, so... That's uh, something a little bit new for us. Um, what are you seeing here, mate? I'm seeing a total uh, with a new coach that I'd normally be happy to uh, just plough into. But uh, there's two things that are happening or 
going on here, Pope. They're playing against the West Coast Eagles that have struggled to score more than 40 in, in the last sort of four or five weeks. And um, and it's, by all reports, it's going to be belting rain. So um, I think West Coast have only scored over 55 uh, once in the last f- uh, five or six weeks, and that was 56. And, uh, and we've got 10 to 20 mils coming down in Sydney on the weekend. Um, I think that under on the West Coast is, is a play. I, I think we can have a go there. Um, 55 and a half at Toppy, $1.90 under West Coast scoring. They're struggling to score as it is. It's wet conditions. Um, I think it's a play. The only counter argument to that, I think, is that if Cameron, uh, if Cameron, if uh, the new bloke, McVeigh, decides to play a more open style of football and the, and the boys just go out for a bit of a park run, that it could open the game up and maybe they don't really care about playing physical footy because they know they're going to beat the West Coast and it's a bit more free-flowing. But, hey, that's uh, they don't call it gambling uh, for no reason, do they? It's uh, you got to take the punt and I think uh, the value is on our side on the under. I think you've got a decent track record on the team unders for the bottom two sides in competition too this year. I've heard you mention a couple of times with North and West Coast, so one to bear in mind for our listeners as well. Mother, can you find anything in this match? No, I can't. So the models probably liked GWS and West Coast at the price, you know, the last few weeks now. And yeah, throwing them into the model and, and computer says no, no bet for me this week. So definitely happy to uh, to follow the mug in and, and look at some, um, yeah, some West Coast unders there. Yeah, very, very astute angle there. We'll stick with you here, Mug. Your Hawks. Go down to the, your second home in Tasmania to take on the high-flying Brisbane Lions. Like anything here? Yeah, I probably sound uh, like a bit of a broken record. We've probably got uh, top, spe- top sport uh, market mover of the week here, Pope. We were up at 28 uh, earlier in the week, and now we're down to 24 and a half. And um, I, I probably can't come at the, the current price, Um probably have a slight lean to Brizzy, if anything. And the main reason that I have that lean to Brizzy is because Jack Gunston is out and we saw the Hawks absolutely fall away uh, on the weekend. It wasn't because the, it was only because the Tigers got a bit lazy late uh, that they let the Hawks back in. But um, geez, we looked half a team without him out there on the weekend. Um, So for that reason, I probably do favor Brisbane. Um, Yeah. the, the, the play here, I think, though, is is probably the, the total. I'm not – because of that same reason with Gunson not playing, it may impact Hawthorne scoring. So I wouldn't be plowing into it, but I do favour the over. Hawthorne games have been pretty high scoring. And um, Sam Mitchell, you know, a bit like the Tigers, they've committed to a, a more free-flowing, open, through-the-corridor sort of game style. It uh, opens itself up to scoring. Weather's going to be pretty good down in, in Lonnie and um, – yeah, I think that's probably the angle, Pope. Yeah, like a few totals angles there for you this week so far, Muggets. Well, um, I, I had nothing else. I had to find I've, <laughs> got to find. I've got to find something for myself and for the listeners. Fair enough. Uh, Mother, anything for you in Tasmania? No, no, real interest for me here. I've got a very, very slight lean to Brisbane at the moment. I've got them a dollar twenty-nine, and I think it's a dollar thirty-one at Toppy. Um, I've plugged Mitchell in for the Hawks. I think he's meant to come in, but I guess if there's a whisper that he goes out that, that you know if you're quick enough you might be able to get something on Brisbane there but um, yeah happy to leave that alone at the moment 
Uh, we'll stick with you while we fly across the country to Perth, Modler. Anything for you in Fremantle coming off a bit of an insipid loss against the Suns, against the Magpies? No, not a lot for me. I've, I've, uh, I think we've spoken to this previously. I've, I've got Freo as, as one of the higher home ground advantages going around. I know we've spoken that West Coast probably deserve a higher one, but I've kind of got them level pegging at the moment. Um, so, you know, they'll always be, uh, you know, some some advantage at home regardless. And, yeah, I've, I've got a very – haven't said that yet. I've got a very slight lane to Collingwood at 385 playing into the 390 at Toppy. So, again, yeah, no real interest for me here. Mug, I'll let, I'll let you in here. Total 145.5. Is there a total angle in this match for you? It's low again. I'd probably uh, look to, and, and I actually haven't dialed it up, Pope. Maybe you can while we're uh, just chatting. But I'd probably lean to the pies under here. Um, again, just because, you know, a bit like that Penrith game last week, Free I've had a bad loss. And Longmuir is a defensive coach first, and um, and Freo have been very strong defensively. I always think it's the mindset of these coaches that after a bad loss, they go back, you know, to to the well of defence. And um, and the Pies, you know, have probably struggled with forward connection uh, at times uh, throughout the year. So Freo very tight defensively. Um, I don't know if you got a number there for me, Pope. If I do, sixty and a half. It's probably a bit skinny um, for what I was after. If it was sort of in that mid sixties or you know up sixty eights or something like that, I'd probably be be saying, "Leave." Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do some more work on that and uh, I'll confirm that one on the email. But that's probably my angle. Yep, super. Uh, good set, fellas. So that was that was an enjoyable discussion here. Bit something a bit different for listeners this week. Pope, are you ready to talk some NRL? Yeah, let's get stuck into it, Mug. All right, mate. Let's uh, let's fire away. So first up, Newcastle Knights, two ninety five. Uh, Broncos, dollar forty two, six and a half line. What do we like? I'll start by saying I'll, I'll let Modler. He's he's got the main this year, but I'm not sure what the Bron- Brisbane Broncos have ever done to a Modler. But we're we're about to find out soon. But that seven seven and a half as he touched on. I think if you just looked at this as a number, and you'd probably just think Brisbane. Like they've They've had three really impressive wins in a row, um, but when you when you dive a little bit deeper, it, it is a bit better Newcastle team. They are at home. I'm siding for the Knights here. My my numbers with home ground advantage have this six or a little bit below even. So I like the old school home underdog here, Mug, and I'll be on Newcastle at the plus and a little bit of head to head. I um, think three big weeks. You can you can. There's going to be probably a letdown coming for Broncos at some point, and they've been very impressive. Adam Reynolds has been by the year so far. I, I plotted him on this podcast start of the year, to be honest, that he was overrated going up there, but he's proved me wrong. He's been outstanding. But um, I think there's a bit of an over-reliance there, so I'm happy to take Newcastle here. Okay. All right. Modler. Yeah, just as we were talking, I was looking at Brisbane's um, recent wins, and they've, they've been some decent sides in the Souths. Um, Sharks and uh, Manly, obviously, last week. I think the last loss they had was to Penrith. So, yeah, again, I'm not sure what uh, what they've done with the model either. Um, but I've got the Knights, uh, as far as the model concerned, anyway, quite handy favourites. Um, I've got them about a dollar sixty. So playing into that three, well, it's coming a bit now. Is it two ninety five in the in the toppy? Um, yeah, definitely a play for me. And I know, yeah, there's a, I guess a bit of a question mark with 
with Milford, the new 5'8", coming in. But I also noticed that um, he was on the extended bench. Gagai was on the extended bench, so there might be a bit of upside there if he does happen to, to sneak in as well. So, yeah, definitely happy to, to have a play at, um, at the Knights at the head-to-head in the line at the price at the moment. Yeah, well, okay. Well, there's uh, straight off the bat consensus. Uh, so, good stuff, boys. Uh, excellent. Let's uh, continue to work through them, boys. The next one up, Friday night, Leichhardt Oval, West Tigers taking on Canterbury. Dollar eighty here, the Tigers. Canterbury, 205, uh, minus one and a half. Jeez, I think I know where I'd like to be on this one. Interested to hear your view, uh, Pope. Where are we betting? Yeah, it's not a game I'd usually pick out for us to talk to here, Mark. 15th, the 16th in the... Um, in the slot that gets where you put a 15th v 16th game, six o'clock on on Friday, but in this one it's we've come off the back of a coach getting sacked, a player walking in the club, and Bulldogs and he's playing for the West Tigers this week. That's all happened today. We've had the fitness trainer sacked as well at the Bulldogs. So tumultuous tumultuous week for the Dogs. Um, but the West Tigers team on paper looks pretty average. So. I don't really know what to make of it. If I had to pick a bet after all that, I'd back the dogs 13 plus here. I think. Would you if, really? Okay. If they're going to win, if they're going to win off the back of an emotional week, I think they go on with it. So I'd probably just back the dogs 13 plus. It's um, it's not the same West Tigers team on paper. Their spine's really poor. Luke Brooks is out injured. Okay. So they're one and six look below first grade stand. And, and, that, and that puts pressure on one or two other players in, in a poor team. That's too much. For me, um, dogs, you don't know what you're going to get, but okay. I think if they win, they potentially go on with the year. So, dogs 13 plus. Wow, modeler, yeah, we can line up again here. I've liked the wow. dogs for a while, and you know, obviously, coming last doesn't bode well, but yeah, against the Tigers, who I've potted probably for most of the year as well, no surprises. It's not for the dogs here. I've got them handy favorites at about a dollar 55. So, goodness me, plowing into the to the doggies at the price there at the 205. And, and just to confirm, that's West's home game? Yep, that's it. Uh, that's at Leichhardt, I will say. Oh, geez. My my layman eye was looking at that going, the boys have to be into the West's here. But uh, both lining up on the dogs, well, the mug knows what to do there. He'll be just staying away or, or, or back following the boys in on Canberra. I'm glad we had this conversation, fellas. Um, Next game, Parramatta uh, versus the Eagles, Sea Eagles, uh, Combank Stadium. Uh, this is also Friday night. Dollar thirty-eight here. Para very short, seven and a half. Uh, sea Eagles three ten back the other way. Pope. Yeah, we'll t- we'll take this on face value. Mung that Turbo is operating with a modicum of fitness coming this one, but a little bit surprising. He's he's probably playing after how he ran out the game last week. It touched on it. Leading in the Roosters game, Parramatta are shocking favourites. So you wouldn't want to be on them as, as favourites the way they've tracked this year. And we're going to stick with that here. I, I can't get this this big, even though it is a Combank and, and Parramatta are a different team there. So we're on we're on Manly here. I think the number is too many as it stands. There's probably a bit of buy beware around how fit Turbo is, but I'm happy to take the chance. Yep. Okay. Good, Pope. And uh, Modler? Yeah, likewise. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, We've mentioned before how the model rates turbo, and he's still uh, right. Excuse me, still right up the top of the, the list as far as uh, you know quality players are, as, as far as the model's concerned. So we're still lumping for them here at the price about two sixty five. As Pope mentioned, yeah, probably uh, keen to see how he does play, but um, yeah, um, definitely happy to have a play at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Good. And um, 
DCE, he didn't have much of a game the other night. You'd, you'd expect he, he bounces back. Yeah, he would. He can go through quite patches, uh, DCE, but he's a, he's a quality player. And the one attribute of his game that stands out in the competition is a kicking game. So um, if they're on the front foot and playing well, he can he can guide that team around the paddock. So I'd, I'd bank on them bouncing back here with uh, a fair bit of start on your side there too. Okay. Uh, Cowboy, your Cowboys, Pope, um, hosting Melbourne Storm. Um, so this, did the Storm just stay up there for the week, did they, or did they come back home? No, they stayed up in Queensland. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they're on a road trip, the Storm. Um, 260 here, the Cowboys at home against the depleted Storm. Five and a half. Melbourne Storm, $1.50, and, uh, of course, five and a half the other way. Um, boys, what do we see? Yeah, there's two things you can be guaranteed of in this game. Mug, there's a lot of uncertainty. Two things. Melbourne won't line up, as they've been named this afternoon. They'll move some players around there. I, I can't see Wishart staying fullback. Uh, it was probably a bridge too far for him last week, so I think there'll be a, a positional shift, and Melbourne won't be as bad as they were last week either. But with all that in mind, my numbers can't get this to five and a half. Even with Jerome Hughes named, and, and he has to be in some sort of doubt after what seemed like a multiple week injury. So I think there's a bit of upside there. It's a litmus test for the Cowboys. This will tell us how good they probably are against one of the big boys. But I've got to go with the numbers, and I can't get this to five and a half. So I'm on the men from Townsville. Yeah, understand it, Pope. That's good stuff. Modler. Yeah, I think we're lining up again here. So I've yeah. got this pretty much uh, a pick and game. Um, yeah, the model, with all due respect, doesn't really rate Wishart well at all. So the fact he's in, you know, a key position at fullback, it's it's brought Storm well off the, the price here. And yeah, probably as Pope mentioned, worth keeping an eye on, on what happens, you know, in the fullback position if they put Meany there or or somebody else that's going to, you know, favour Storm a bit more. But but as the uh, yeah, that 260 in the moment, I'm definitely happy to have a play. And the one thing that really stood out to me the other night, Pope, watching that game was the the three big boys making the tackles uh, out of the line uh, for the Cowboys. They, I tell you what, you wouldn't want to be running the opposite way. You'd be, be thinking twice about receiving the ball, running into those three blokes. Just seemed every time they had three massive units tackling the ball carrier all the time. Yeah, they've um, they've got a lot of bases covered in how they play football at the moment. I've touched on their defence. They're second best in the competition. That includes Penrith and the Storm, and they're still number two. With that in mind, they're finding points. That the one area you can probably question is the last fortnight, how impressive those wins have been. They've, yeah. it, they've been behind both games. But, um, again, you can only beat who's in front of you. So, while we'll find out a bit more this weekend and the following weekend when they play Penrith as well. And, boys, I think the next one we want to have a look at is um, South Sydney uh, versus the Canberra Raiders. Um, I have an inkling of where you're going to go here, Pope. But yeah, talk, I'm back. Talk, I'm talk. back. I'm on board. I'm back on board. The the men from the milk are dropped off. Oh, no. Oh, oh, he's <laughs> back. We're, we're back. They've convinced me. On the back of their 20-point winning magic round, that's all it took. But uh, in all seriousness, probably – the number's just too big. They get Whiten back here, which is huge for him at 5'8". Okay. They've had two wins in a row, and any win South's had this year, you can put a bit of an asterisk against that 
they've all beaten the team with the send off or uh, they scored points with the players in the bin. Or last week, Warriors still managed to score four tries in the last 17 minutes. So there's nothing overly impressive about South that makes me think that I'd want to be on them at minus four and a half. So I'm on the Raiders here in, in a pretty big way. I, I, I really like them in this wow. game. Um, I'd even. I, I'd even back in 13 plus here, the Raiders. Gee, okay, cool. And um, what is the breakdown of the bet there, Pope? Because uh, that's you've said that with some authority there. Is that is this one of these famed, very rare uh, two-unit bets? Oh, let's go two-unit strategy overall. Okay. What we, what we outlay here. So let's let's go let's go unit on the plus. Um, say 0.75 unit head head and 0.25 13 plus. Yeah, okay. Awesome, mate. Absolutely love that. And uh, Modler? Yeah, we're going to diverge here for a, for a change this week. I'm, um, yeah, Model's really liking South here. It's got them just short of $1.30, so in with $1.57, I think, on top okay. of it. It's definitely liking yeah. that. And, and um, yeah, I suppose the Model only knows, you know, what I can see on, on coming through the numbers. So, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, definitely happy enough with South's form at the moment to, and, you know, Canberra's, I guess, poor form prior to, prior to this week as well to to um, make that price. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're opposed uh, there. So uh, may the best man win on that one. Um, good boys. And uh, Modler, I think you've, you've got uh, leans in just about every game uh, this week in the NRL. But before we wrap up, is there, an, is there another one that you've got a significant lean that you want to talk to? Yeah, I guess the late Sunday game, uh, the, the Titans, they, um, yeah, it's got them about oh, what are we two twenty five there in the into the two eighty against against the Sharks there. So yeah, it's um, I think it's like the, the Titans the last few weeks as well, and not really fancied Cronulla at the price. So yeah, definitely happy to, to have a play there in the two eighty. Probably you know fifty fifty head in line if that's if that's how you like to, to bet. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Pope, anything doing there for you? I'd I'd learn that way if I had to. The Cronulla have made the right decision putting Nico back to halfback. They played him at fullback. He had a position. He, well. shocking. he had a shocking he game. Yeah, there's there's a famous saying out there about weakening one position to to um, strengthen another, especially in the key ones, and they did that in error, so they've corrected that. But um, I'm on the total here. I, there's a bit of weather around Gold Coast, but it looks pretty clear Sunday 4 o'clock. So the over 41 and a half against two teams that can score points, that's my play in this one, Mark. Okay. All right. Like it. Um, Alrighty, boys. Well, I think that's uh, that's some reasonable chat. Unless, Modley, you had any more there? I know you probably talked for days on this stuff. You got another one? Yeah. I think the only other game we didn't mention was the was the Warriors-St. George game. So it's got a lot okay. on the Warriors as well, as much as that pains me to to say it. They're, they're, you know, they're a real uh, more a down team than an up and down team. But, um, yeah, for whatever reason, it's, it's probably more that it's putting St. George and liking the Warriors. But it's so St. George, and, and just a reminder too to the listeners, all of our prices coming to you from Top Sport, um, great Australian bookie. Uh, Tristan and the boys do a fantastic job. Uh, they will take your bet. Uh, if you haven't done so already, get to topsport.com.au and get involved. Um, Modler and Pope, Net Strata Jubilee Stadium, uh, this one. So there's, there's another new one for us. How many stadiums does this competition have? What do they? What do they? Do they do they have them on some sort of sponsorship rotation? Or this is unbelievable. Net I think Strata, George, Jubilee. George technically have uh, they've technically got two home grounds as well. One in uh, 
one in the going and one in the in, um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, $1.54 and $2.50 um, there, Modler. So where was your price? Yeah, I've got a $1.95 St. George, $2.05 the Warriors. So, so at that price, definitely play on the Warriors. Yeah, okay. All right, good stuff. And uh, Pope, could you see anything there? No, let me let me have this one. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, three o'clock for one. It's not not a game that you need to find a bet. So, um, as we'll touch on soon, gamble responsibly and responsible betting in this one for me will be staying away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very good. Um, all right, boys. Well, before we uh, before we wrap up, uh, just a reminder about the collection tin. You can go to our website, um, barefootpunter.com.au. You can go to the collection tin. If you've had a win, uh, win on the punt, I know Richard Drummond did. He uh, he went to the collection tin and gave it a little shake. So thanks very much, Richard. Very much uh, appreciated. You can go there. And uh, and guys, just a quick shout out. Um, I, you know, the, the gambling um, community in NRL and AFL is a pretty tight-knit group on Twitter. And, uh, and I know Cam um, from... Oz Sports Trends um, has been doing it a bit tough lately. And, um, you know, I hope he's all right. And, um, yeah, mate, we're, uh, you know, every, everyone's thinking of you, buddy. So, um, you know, I hope you get through this rough patch that you're going through, mate, and um, and you come out the other side uh, better and stronger. So uh, so get around him. Um, but, guys, uh, that's the end of the, the session. Uh, thanks very much for the chat. Um, we'll throw it to you, Pope. Can you sign us off? Yeah, nice sentiment for you to finish on there, Mug. Uh, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.